a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the Dallas Supercross 1 recap with Weege and JT. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Don't forget to get download all the shows on the Steve Mathis uh, web feed or podcast feed, I should say, and Fly Race and Moto 60 show. We got the uh, Lee at Re-Raceables podcast that Wygan and I have been doing that people seem to really love. So search for that as well. And, of course, the Pulp Mech show, the Pulp Mech wrap-up show. Lots going on when it comes to different podcasts, and I don't probably don't pump them up enough on these to let everybody know. But if you... Uh, if you know, you know. And if you don't, go on publicmix.com and look at all the podcast feeds that we have going right now. So thank you for that. Fly Racing, the 2021 line, of course, has been revamped, added more products. They've got Bogle and Savachi and Osborne and Brayton and many other guys uh, wearing Fly Racing. Kevin Morant's wearing Fly Racing and getting to his first 450 main event. They got the Formula Helmet, simply the safest helmet around with Rion technology. All new light pant that they got rid of the zipper in. It's just got the boa on the front. Their Evo stuff has the boa on the back. They've got the boot they came out with a couple years ago. The Zone Pro goggle is all new. So go to your favorite dealer or favorite e-tailer, like motorsport.com, let's say, and check out what Fly Racing's got going on, and uh, you'll love it. You'll uh, There's something for every price point, something for every style, and everything else. So thank you to Fly Racing. Also, I want to thank the folks at Renthal, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the the last half century, Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport, amassing more titles than all the competing brands combined. You think about that, that's a pr- pretty crazy stat. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. You look at Eli Tomac and Adam Sean Cirillo and Ken Roxon and Chase Sexton and everybody, tons of other people. Renthal.com, they use it and they've trusted it for a long, long time. The, the factory teams do chains as well, sprockets, bars, grips. Renthal.com, they've got it. Uh, handled for you. They got a really cool bar chart on their website as well. Thanks to Motorsport guys, uh, motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts. They do a great service uh, there. If you're going to look for something to order, go to motorsport.com and uh, look at their prices, look at their customer service, look at uh, all of their stuff. They got free shipping over, I think, 79 bucks. They got a great return policy. So if you're in the market for something and you don't shop at motorsport.com, Try it out and uh, let me know what you think. Send me a DM on Instagram or whatever. Let me know your motorsport.com experience. Use the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to uh, go to motorsport.com and we get a small slice of that. And I'd really appreciate it. I really would, truly. 
Honestly, I would. And I want to thank the folks at uh, Cobo Links as well. It's been over 25 years since Cobo Links lowered the first motorcycle. They're based in Idaho. They made the Suzuki 3R, DR350 seat height a little shorter for trail riders around the world. And today, they are the lowering suspension link for everything from Aprilia to Yamaha. Used by trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tourers. All the links are seen seat in Idaho for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. If you uh, are a smaller person and you want to fit your bike better, and have increased plushness, improve your cornering, gain confidence, uh, just get one of these Cobo links. The best part of this deal is PulpMX code saves you 15% off any link. Free U.S. shipping by using the code PulpMX. CobaLinks.com, built in Boise, ridden and raced everywhere. And thank you to Maxxis Tires, of course, A-Ray, putting in the main event with his Maxxis Tires this weekend. And Jeremy McGrath was there as well. He's a Maxxis guy. So Maxxis.com for more information and light truck tires, UTVs, Mountain bikes, dirt bikes, uh, they've got it all. So thanks to the folks at Maxis for making it happen. Thank you, people, for listening. Appreciate it. Lots happened at Dallas. And uh, and also, too, we're going to cover JT's JFK Museum trip and more. Thanks for listening. Here it is. Now, as promised on the Fly Racing Racer X review pod, uh, I am coming to you live from Dallas. So is Fly Racing's own Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just on the, like, the third or fourth podcast i've been on today yeah, just, yeah we're just knocking these things out absolutely the man who was not at dallas he wasn't there he's not there now he won't be here and he was gone missing for many many hours in many many groups text he is the uh voice of ama pro motocross racing it's jason wygant yeah it was gncc weekend and uh, i did not have my phone with me when i was actually out on the track uh, so that left me with about a, I calculated out about a four and a half hour hole of being on a motorcycle and, um, I guess I missed a lot. Yeah, I think you did. I really would appreciate if you'd stop and pull over and check your text during the race. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just checked the results before I jumped on here and, and, and Stu got it done. He absolutely dominated. Uh, he absolutely dominated. Yeah. About a minute lead the whole time. Yeah. Blue crew. Stu your guy now. Are you a Stu guy? Yeah, I'm a Blue Crew, Stu Keller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's oh, people's champion. He, he is. He he had a natty light on the podium. He shotgunned a natty light on the podium. Oh, boy. Um, That's how you do it. T-Dags? JT's big fan. T-Dags? Uh, I didn't see T-Dags in this one. I did see T-Dags down in Florida. Um, while they were um, assembling at the start, I was being uh, towed out of the woods because my bike um, quit. So I didn't get down there at the start to bench race. Um well, uh, T-Dags was running third for a while. I believe he got eighth. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I uh, had things going well. Probably the best I've ridden. I was really happy. Really had a lot of fun. Track was awesome. Bike was working great. Got it. Can't thank everyone. And then uh, with about five miles to go, the last lap, my bike just stopped. And uh, then it was pushing it to the top of the hill to bump start it. And then it bump started. Then it died again. Push started to another hill or pushed up another hill. Tried to bump start it. It would not. Uh, and then you sit there in the woods for 45 minutes and wait for sweeps to come by. And then they have to radio a quad and they quad pulled me and another guy out together. We were side by side with tow rope, me and another dude <laughs> idling through the woods on a quad. That sounds sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. With a, both with, uh, tow hooks on our foot pegs and, uh, the ground wire for my battery had come loose. JT, and, do you want to ask him about his graphics install? No, no. I think uh, I think it's pretty much par for the course. Um, I don't know how you haven't heard about soap and water as far as putting graphics on. I assume that was just 
inherently known by everyone, and I am not a mechanic by any means. But, uh, yeah, I guess I should just expect this from Ouija at this point. Where did you learn this open water thing? Where did you learn this? Who taught you this? Uh, I just have seen graphics put on a thousand times, and that's how it's done. That's all I want to know with you people. When were these lessons? You people. <laughs> yeah. These people that just know stuff. When was the I don't. Pack? I don't think I was given these lessons. I just have watched mechanics put them on at the races over and over and over, and that's how they do it. I had no idea about any of this open water stuff. I don't know how you learn these things. And uh, I wish I had tightened those battery terminals and ground wire a little bit better. Uh, There's this thing called YouTube that if you ever want to know how to do anything, oh, I've tried. I've tried. When I cook burgers, I go to YouTube, and you'll see 15 videos telling you 15 different ways to do it. And I've tried them all, <laughs> and they all don't work. <laughs> oh, Bullshit. Boy. Okay? Bullshit. Uh, so. All right. I rode for an hour and 45 minutes, and I did not finish because a freaking battery terminal and ground wire both came loose. Good Lord. How'd the little one do? Uh, it was tough sledding. It never really <laughs> ridden in the woods before. Maybe maybe a GNCC isn't the place to start. Yep. But but whatever. Yeah, uh, he, he finished. His battery terminal uh, didn't right. come loose. Yep. And uh, you'll like this, Steve. So Blue Crew held a big Supercross party mm. Saturday night at the track. Okay. And uh, they had Plessinger, Ferrandis, and uh, Mookie uh, shoot videos Saturday morning at Dallas. Oh. They shipped them or emailed them or whatever the heck. There's internet service at GNCC. I had no idea. Yep. And uh, between Mookie and Plessinger, I mean, they were phenomenal. Right. Speeches were phenomenal. And do you think Ferrandez had any clue what he was talking about when they said, hey, do a video for the GNCC in Georgia? Do you think he had any idea? No, no. <laughs> no. Um, he had no idea. Yeah. Well, listen, we don't get a lot of wins out there in the Supercross series, but we got the hearts of the fans and the real people. True. Like Stu Baylor. Real people. Like shotgunning Natty Lights, baby. Um. All right, let's get into it. Dallas won. Weed, you weren't here, as we said, but JT and I were. And uh, um, I guess, first of all, though, man, we walked in, and I'm like, oh, this track looks cool. It's got an option section. It's got big old bull berms everywhere. You know, it goes across the start. You got some speed. Um, you know, you got some places to pass. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, JT, it didn't turn out that way. This was one of the more boring races of the year, we saw some weirdo results, and I think it was due to the track. Um, it was, it's always start cross, as we know. This one was even more start cross. And as pumped as I was to see some imagination from some of these tracks that we've seen, it, it didn't work. It, it I, I don't, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great racing. Yeah, I have to say, I wasn't there with you. Uh, I was not as thrilled as you were about the track. I, I started a tweet, and then I saw we, we kind of disagreed in person about it, which is shocking, I know. Uh, I just felt like they didn't make the most of the floor space. I just looked around, and there was a ton of empty space on the floor where people were just standing around that I felt like they could have incorporated into the track. And, yeah, I mean, your, your point about no passing is well made. I mean, the only way you could really pass was to just knock people down, which Jason Anderson decided that that was the route he was going to take. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know the magic formula. And I always am careful with criticism without a solution. I just don't feel like that's very constructive. And I, I don't know the magic formula to make 
tracks that are good at passing. So uh, while it wasn't good, I don't really have a great answer as to like, okay, this is what you need to do. This is the answer all the time. Well, the only thing I would say is having 90 degree turns is always going to be bad. So avoiding 90 degree turns as much as possible. I know you have to have them sometimes, yeah, you've, you, but it's avoiding tough to not have them. Less 90-degree turns is better. That, that's really all I have to offer. I get your point about the floor space, but, um, yeah, uh, that's almost every race nowadays. There's there's such a waste. There was a lot, man. Well, like the, the area in between the finish line and the whoop section, there was a good 25 feet yeah. of just, just area that wasn't being – in the middle of the stadium. I mean, that's in the very middle of the stadium that wasn't being used. Like, I, I don't yeah. feel like that's ideal. We, We've seen 10 rounds, nine rounds in traditional stadiums, and I'm ready to make a declaration that what is the most expensive part of Supercross? It is the dirt and the hauling of the dirt. That is the most expensive part of putting on a Supercross. After nine rounds in regular stadiums, I'm here to tell you that I firmly believe that the track crew is using less dirt than they normally would, and they're trying to save money, and it's COVID, and I get it, and they're also saving money on these trophies by the way. Um, but, but honestly, I, I, we don't see big whoops anymore. We don't see big obstacles. We don't see, we see less, fl- more floor space there to me, they are saving on dirt. And, and, and again, I can't you think that oh, I, I, I'm not there. I don't, I do not see any correlation between the whoops and saving dirt. Well, so I'm, I'm going all, to stay away from that one. It's all the same. It's, it's it's smaller whoops. It's smaller jumps. It's sections where you have like a little tiny rollers. How many times have we seen rollers this year? Just, you know, just like, what a, hey, what a, like how, how are they saving dirt with those massive wall jumps? I don't, I don't, I'm not there. I, I don't, I'm going to, well, I gonna we disagree see, with we that see rollers. We see, well, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I didn't just come up with this theory on my own either. I've talked to a few people about it, and they're, they're with me okay. on it. I, I yeah, just, I, I, just, I, do not, I do not think that making the whoops the way they are has anything I just, to do with okay. Lester. I just qualified everything else besides whoops. We see rollers. We've seen plenty of that. We've seen big floor space, as you've mentioned. We, you know, we're, we're also having tracks three times, so dirt's getting taken out of the stadium. You know, not on purpose always, but you lose a little bit here and there. And I just, I just think the tracks have been. That's why I was excited for this one because this one showed some imagination. I was like, oh yeah, look at that, like option lane. Shocking, the guys found out, you know, which which ones to go to most of the time. Um, you know, we had some, we had some speed, which was good. Uh, but yeah, it di- it didn't work. It didn't allow for a racing track. But I, I think they're, I think they're using less dirt. I really do. I'm not the only guy that's that's thought that. A team manager told me the same thing too. So. Um, I don't know. We'll see. No, no, no way to prove it, but it is. I mean, again, if they did, hey, it's the most expensive part of building the track. So I get it. But this one. But do you think? Do you think this has been less than any other year? I do. Yeah, I do because I see yeah, some of these obstacles, I, and I'm like, wait, what? What are they doing there? And I'm like, oh, look at the track map. There was supposed to be something there, and now there's just some rollers. Oh, hey, this was supposed to be there, but now there's just an open spite space, right? So. I do feel like they're just not quite the stuff small. I think it's small. So I don't know. I mean, we're not walking the track, so there, you know, there's a little bit of that too. But um, anyways, it didn't turn out to be very racy. Weege, I don't know how it looked on TV. I haven't watched TV yet. Uh, a lot of people mad about Rutledge Wood again. But uh, how was TV? Did it, did it seem like it was exciting? No, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. And uh, JT summed it up. The only action was um, – 
And again, I went to a Yamaha Blue Crew watch party. So they were not happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Blue Crew wrecking crew. Um, but yeah, that was really the only action um, out there. And look, Anderson has been aggressive in the past. I don't think he's had done too much uh, in a long time now. But uh, as he said in the press conference, He's tired of sitting behind dudes like he was early in the season. And chilling. He's yeah, tired of chilling JT's behind right. dudes. He's tired of chilling behind dudes. Oh, is it chilling? Yeah. Sorry, chilling yeah. behind dudes. Sorry. Um, uh, he's just here to have a good time, right. everybody, and enjoy it. Uh, but uh, maybe JT's right. Only thing he could do. Dude, there, the guys. there wasn't much going on. Tomac couldn't do much. Kenny couldn't do much. You know, Dino was up there in the heats. Joey got a good heat race finish. It, it Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot going on um, I'm out there. So, uh, Lee Diffie said on TV that the AMA, I, this is again, I didn't watch the broadcast, but the AMA was looking at Anderson's passes. Nothing has come from that. Where did Lee get that from? The, 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 where, where did that, where would you think that would come from? We each or JT? Like what? I have in the past, I've heard, um, Bondo, our producer, well, he, he also has a, he's an arrier and he's also got race control, which at the nationals is like Jeff Canfield and, yeah. uh, Roy Jansen, right. whoever's race control, maybe Mike Pelletier at AMA. So they'll pass messages on. So if he okay. heard it, it probably came legitimately from the AMA. If yeah. if they would have yeah. done anything to Anderson, I'm oh. done. I'm done. I'm retiring. But you have. I think nothing happened. But I think I think there's just been a. I know you love this, Steve. But when you go back and you look at Orlando, he takes Marv out. Like there have been just issues where I think people are complaining and they're going to look at it. it. When you when you over the course of a few races or have taken a lot of guys out, you're going to get complaints and then they have to look at it. Now I'm not saying they should have done anything yeah, and they no, didn't. It's fine. Yeah, but you're going to get looking at it. Yeah. I think is, yeah, looking at it is something they, they're, they should be doing. If they're not looking at things, then they're not doing their job. In my opinion, you're going to get these incredibly biased team managers telling you, Hey, you got to look at that. It was my guys on the ground, you know, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with any of those passes. That was great. And I'm not an Anderson fan as we know. So, uh, uh, I'm just but like, when you when great. you are the center of the center of taking guys out and over time, you know I don't think Marvin was real happy with the Anderson thing at Orlando, and then you have a couple of takeouts in the same or you know like contact multiple times in the same main event, you're going to get some unhappy people. So yeah, I, I don't think they should have done anything either. But if it continues, you're going to get more and more people you know making a fuss about it, and then he, they're probably going to have a conversation with Anderson is what I think the next step would be. Those are great passes. Keep it up, Jason Anderson. Those are great. Wow. Um, it sounds to me like there, we have to define the difference between looking at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. complains. Yeah. We'll look at it. Right. They didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Hey Mathis, uh, you want to go for a run today? I'll look at it. You know, that's basically what I'll, what I'll do. But this is, this is normal in every motorsport. Like anytime there's an incident in formula one or motor GP, the incident's under review. Like this is not anything out of the norm. Like this is what's supposed to happen. In my opinion, something happens. Not compare their very organized <laughs> process way of doing it. But isn't this what supposed to, no? Oh, it is true. It was supposed to happen, but we do not have consistency with yeah. how this works. Yeah. The, the, right. But there's Steve is, Steve is kind of complaining about them looking at it. And I think that's, what the normal process should be. There's mass murder going on in every LCQ. And we just like, oh, Had yeah. Tickle not crashed. Yeah. Had Tickle not crashed on that landing of that triple. Yeah. Oh, God. Who knows? What would have happened in that corner? <laughs> Who knows? It, it would have been a crime scene. There would have been chalk bodies everywhere. But would they have been looking at anything? No. Hell no. <laughs> no. 
Um, Which I'm all for, by the way. I'm not endorsing looking at things in the LCQ. Like, let it go. Yeah, Anderson, those are are hard, aggressive passes. Uh, That's what Supercross is to me. Um, So, all right. It isn't here on the ground. It uh, no, listen, hey, you did dish it out. You got to take it, right? That, that Anderson knows that he's he's been done. He's had it done to him. Uh, Cooper JB Webb ten got him once. What's that? JB ten got him once. Oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a oh, really yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. So um, it was more start cross than ever before, uh, as we as we talked about at the top, and uh, and Webb led twenty eight laps. Um, oh, also too, yeah, low lap times, JT. Talk about less dirt, low lap times all year long this year, except for like two races. We've seen 42s, 43s. Like, that tells me there's just... That's not a new trend. I, I guarantee you it's lower lap times this year than it, than it, than it has been in, in the past. We have not seen this uh, many man. low lap time races. We see some. I'm not, I'm not saying we don't see any. We see some. But it has been insane this year, the amount of low lap times that we have. Anyways, uh, that's a big swing. So Webb goes in two down, and he dominates, leads 28 laps in start cross, and uh, he's now got the points lead, Weege, and uh, he rode flawless. Barsha caught up to him. Good job for JB. Uh, the whole thing was over after the first turn because Kenny never really moved forward. Eli never really moved forward, and we just and Anderson did, as we talked about. But that was it. That was the race. Yeah, when Dino came around with the whole shot and uh, Webb was on his inside going down the very first lane, the first first rhythm lane, did anyone there not already know what was going to happen? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. And, hey, full marks to Coop. He's actually won three out of four. He's won four or three in a row if you don't want to count Daytona, which now appears to really be a weird one. Yeah. An anomaly. Yep. An outlier. So... He's obviously riding well, but yes, it was very much star cross. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, he wrote, he wrote, I didn't even really watch him, JT. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's gone. Like, he's gone. See ya. <laughs> so, I yeah, thought- I, I was, uh, I was spotting, so I, was, I couldn't watch close. Like, I'm getting yelled at, and we know how this goes. You're getting yelled at, find this guy, find that guy. And so it was difficult to just really focus in on Webb, especially when there's nothing going on. Like, he's yep. just putting in laps. Um, but yeah, I mean, as, as soon as he bumped Dino out of the way and got to the front, you see where Tomac's at, you see where Roxon is. There's really no immediate threat. I know. And you're just like, yeah, it's over. I can change the channel now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Um, I, I sat next to Parabinos and we're like, all right, well, I think the same instance we're like, it's over. So, uh, well, yeah, nice, nice work for Webb, man. And, uh, yeah, Roxon, that's, uh, that wasn't a good race. Sweech sixth place. Couldn't really do anything. AP pulled away as a matter of fact. You know? Yeah, it wasn't Savachi putting like serious heat yep. on him. Savachi went for, for a for a while before the finish. Savachi went for it pretty good, and if he wanted mm-hmm. to be a little greasy, he could have made it happen. Yeah, and, and honestly, you know, the start was a problem. Um, I don't want to give credit to one of the trackside analysts for TV. I'll just not name him. It rhymes with Schmanuel Schmear, uh-huh. and he pointed out how bad the rut that Kenny's gate was. Kenny had a bad heat race. He did fall, but again, in the heat, he wasn't really blazing his way. Uh, toward the front, even without the crash. So I feel like it's the first race this year where Kenny just hasn't ridden off, even if he hasn't won or even right. he hasn't finished on the podium. He's still ridden well. Daytona, I thought he rode really well. But uh, this was the first bad one, which for anybody, you might say, ah, can't win them all. But with Kenny, I at least feel, 
Steve, you probably agree. There's always like a heightened alert of like, uh oh, uh oh, because we've seen it go bad in the second half of seasons before. So I put extra right. focus on it when right. I see it. Um, you know what? That makes sense. The rut was bad because I I mentioned to Parabino, so I'm like, look at his gate pick. I'm like, that's not so bad. You know what I mean? Because he was 14th yep. gate pick, right? Uh, yeah, now and, you know why. And he was two down from yeah. Webb. And I'm like, hey, it's not so bad. But now we know. So, yep. Um, you think this is anything to be? You think this is anything to be worried about, JT? Yes, yes. I think there's a lot to be worried about. Uh, I thought it was a really pivotal moment. Uh, just you know, kind of leaving Daytona. There was all that, you know, all the drama, all the head games. Before. They're yelling at each other, and everyone's kind of been questioning you, maybe at the most, whether it's mental or physical, whether Kenny could kind of hold it together down the stretch. And if you were looking for some sort of, uh, you know, crack in the foundation, that was pretty compelling on Saturday. Now it wasn't, you know, it wasn't catastrophic, but that was by far the worst we've seen Ken Roxon ride all night long, all season. That's the worst he's ridden by a long shot. And I don't know what to make of it. You know, I think Tuesday is going to be a big night in the, the story of this championship, but that was not a good look. And if you're wet, you're just rubbing your hands together, Villapoto style, because for as much as Ken Roxon says that he's worrying about himself and, and Cooper's not in his head, I think the evidence tells a different story. I, if I was just a conscientious observer, I would be like, man, it sure does look like Kenny's worried about everybody but himself right now. Weege? Yeah, uh, I said last week I don't buy the dude getting each other's head to that degree, so I'm going to I'm gonna just stick with it, just like I'll stick with Anderson as champ from two years ago. Uh, I'm just going to stick with what I said. Um, yep. But, okay, I got a whole other theory, and I will go into this more when we talk about the 250 class. Um, we are seeing more and more the riders who did not have the maximum success at a young age uh, figure things out. And mm. sometimes I wonder when you're so damn good, like Ken Roxon was so good and so talented and so heralded at such a young age, um, how do you deal with the adversity? And this is a real small sample size. It's just one race. Who knows? He could win on Tuesday. I get it. Uh, but it's just a weird thing to me that the overwhelming favorite to dominate the sport continually can't quite get over that hump and it makes me wonder if it's like gosh the guys who had to deal with the crap their whole career seem to be doing well and we'll talk about that more with Hamaker, who i did not ever expect to be this good this fast so sometimes i wonder you know this is adversity how well can kenny bounce back and this might but be ridiculous how much, adversity, how much adversity can he be expected to deal with in that avenger huh oh that cut okay. out oh go ahead jt yeah. Uh, JT said he's cutting out there a little bit. He said, uh, how much adversity, you know, is, is Kenny supposed to deal with, with his arm injury and everything. Right. So, uh, which is, no, a no, good, no, he has, yeah. obviously he's, he's dealt with it from a, a, a physical standpoint. Yes. But this is like a, that's a very black and white, like your arm works or not. Uh, this is a, I don't know. Everything is going awesome. Everything is great. The bike is fine. I feel good. That kind of thing. You know, it's a little more mystifying. I this, uh, look. We we said, I think we said, or I, somebody said on some show, or I said it, or Pookie said it, or somebody said that Dallas one was big, right? We had to see what happened, and 
I mean, it was big because Kenny got six and the, the points completely changed. Dallas, too, is also big. <laughs> like, I feel like we really, we really needed to see Kenny rebound, but we really, really need to see Kenny rebound now. <laughs> like, so I'm looking forward to tomorrow night for sure. Should be good. Should be great, right? Yeah, that's a great point. But only for the same reason. Like, uh, it's the same thing, only heightened. If he gets another fifth or sixth, this is a, a big problem. Or is this this sober? Well, you know, I really – I was the one screaming about, like, this, they don't, they don't win doesn't mean nothing. He got lucky uh, – not lucky, but he got fortunate with Webb taking Kenny out there because they were in front of him and they were gone. They were going to go. And then, uh, you know, the, the, his win was great, but, yeah. How who's going to say? Do you think they starts? were going to be gone? I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I do. How you think he's going to be gone? But Tomac was Tomac was like. He had a, oh, you're breaking up. Anyway, Tomac was in first on the third. Yeah, but he was uh, he wasn't going to be first. He wasn't going to get. But those he was going to be. He was, but he's right there. Like he was right on the, You don't think he was going to be. But you rode away from them. Like you rode, literally rode away from them. Well, they were in traffic, those guys. Dealing with AP. Webb was not in traffic. Dealing with AP, dealing with, you know, a lot of things. Webb, so, not in, Webb was not in traffic. I, I just, I didn't think Eli was going to get his starts. And and it, they, they bit him again. And so all the, you know, his eighth was, God, it was quiet. Did you, did they even show him on TV, Weege? Yeah, they did. Uh, later in the race, he started making passes. Maybe it was the spotter who was onto it. Uh, but they had him when he caught Dino, for yeah, example. Right. Uh, but the problem is, like, dude, Daytona, he's really good at Daytona, right? So we had to, you know, put an asterisk on that. I, I'm not saying that they would have, you know, left them behind, Rocks and Webb. But even if he does beat them at Daytona, you're still like, okay, well, that's Daytona. Uh, this was exactly like what we saw in Orlando, I feel. So this is like par for the course for whatever has yeah. happened this season. Yeah. Yeah, he's – so he is uh... – 33 down. Damn. 33, 33 points. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough race for him and Kenny, for sure. Uh, Barsha rode well. Good job for Justin Barsha. Uh, got, got aggressive early, got into the second place, so that was good. Uh, Anderson rode really well, and as we talked, as we touched about, um, he was the, maybe the guy moving forward, and again, it was the passes a little bit, but he was... Very aggressive. Very, he looked really good out there. So good, good job for Jason Anderson, third place. And Barsha's back. Shout out, and Barsha's back. Shout out the dark side. Hold on. Shout out the dark side. Okay. For in the press conference, asking the question I wanted to know. Anderson's gotten much better as of late. He's like, was there a problem at the beginning of the season? And Anderson did say, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact quote. Dealing with something with my body. I think beginning of the year. Oh, okay. So there you go. All right. Yeah. Right. So he wasn't being truthful in the press release when he said arm pump? Uh, maybe that was, uh, maybe that was dealing with something, something in his body was causing the arm pump. Right, I don't know. Right, right, right. But thanks for the info. Right. Uh, Sexton was better, JT, for uh, from Daytona, from his first race back. Yeah, he looks a lot better. And I think we would have seen more of this at Daytona, but I I, I just feel like that jump where he bounced his face off the, the handlebars and, and chipped his teeth, just kind of took the wind out of his sails a little bit and it wasn't, you know, a complete derailment, but I just don't think he had the same level, you know, of urgency and intensity that we would have seen. And, uh, this Dallas one round was much more of, I think what he was trying to bring to Daytona 
And yeah, I think this is where he belongs. I think he belongs in that entire inside the top seven or eight. And it, he'll probably bounce around like good nights, bad nights, but I would not be shocked to see him uh, pull off a podium, especially down the stretch. Um, I think a win may be tough to come by, but uh, a podium is certainly within his grasp. What a weird race outside of Webb. We got Dino in the mix, Savachi with the heat race ride. And then, and then Barsha Anderson, AP looking good again. It's the weirdo race. Um, so Sexton fourth. Good job for that. AP says he'd be better. It wasn't a Daytona thing only. And he was better. Weege. He really was. He moved forward. He was challenging. He pulled away from Kenny. Like this won is the heat. won the heat. I forgot about that. He won the heat. Yeah. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. I hope that no one, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I hope that no one looked at the results only and just said, ah, look at that. Just fifth. Yeah, no, just that's, hey, up until AP's podium that was his career best fifth i know but right. but the podium it's like the difference between fifth and almost second and then third at daytona it, it seems like 50 steps further yeah um so i could see someone being like he's regressed back but no i feel like with starcross right like he rode great and he run that race 20 times he could easily have gotten a podium in 10 of them he rode well enough yeah. to, to and, podium, and, and, I the think. Heat, and the heat race win was huge for sure and yeah. i gotta be honest though you know, like he's a good dude and we had him on the pulp show and he was like, yeah, you know, uh, um, we found some stuff. KYB guys found some stuff for me and it worked really well. And I was a second faster and then they went further in that direction and I liked it even better, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I'm cynical guy, right? But I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Daytona, bro. Daytona. But, uh, I mean, I didn't think that was, I was just like, let's see. He was very sure that, you know, he was going to be better. And I was like, yep. yeah, I just want to see this AP. Yeah, but dude, yeah, traditional track. Great job. The, the only reason I was uh, a believer in it was because I actually heard all that from Ferrandis. I talked to Ferrandis the day before Daytona, yep. and he was like over the moon with how much better the bike was. And so I feel right. like when it's a complete team thing, right? Um, and they're still saying like, look, this is a new team. This is, we are learning this bike uh, to, in this class. And it is odd to me how... Okay, this is the strangest thing I've heard all year. Are you ready? I mean, to say How this, this I, you could be saying anything, and it would yeah blow my mind because in this, I know. Yeah. Yes, I know. That's why I'm using this qualifier okay. because there are many weird things that have happened in both 2020 and 2021, but this is the one that makes the least sense. Star Racing is like, yeah, we took seven pounds off the factory bike. How? Yeah, what? Yeah, I would need to. Whoa. Wow. The factory bike. Yamaha just can't get any titanium. Yeah, I, I would need to see something. Something. Anything. I, scales are different. Everybody's scales different, right? Oh, okay. Is that what it is? I don't know, bro, because I don't I don't really buy that. Seven pounds. I don't they could take the uh, counterbalancer out, that's a couple pounds and you know, they could do okay. some stuff, but uh, I don't see where they're finding seven pounds. Would there be would there be any sort of redundancies or protective things like uh you know, some teams require like a front disc guard. You know, I've, I've seen that happen where other teams are like, no, get that thing off there. We, yeah. don't, we don't need that. Right. You know, I, I don't know. Seven pounds is a lot. Seven is a lot. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, uh, we, we covered that. Ferrandis, congratulations. Ferrandis uh, now has the title of fastest rider with no results. He has ripped it from Zach Osborne's uh, hands because Ferrandis, <laughs> he, he looks good. And he is not getting. He got that. Done. He got that Houston podium. Yeah, don't yeah, take yeah. that away from him. No, no, for sure. But he's been really good. And uh, yeah, 
it's not been working out for. So Savachi seventh. That's the season best for him. Good job for Joe Dog. Uh, nice comeback from him. Tomac eighth. Does anybody want to comment on Tomac? I think we already did. I, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. I'm just. I don't know. It's been like this for. It's been like this since outdoor started last year, in my opinion. So I'll give you guys a preview from my observations column. My always popular, massively read column on RaceRex Online. Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. I I, uh, I said I wrote that 2021 450 outdoors is going to be huge for Eli Tomac, like on which way he's going, because he's not the dominant guy we we saw. He's just a guy. Right now, he's just a guy. Oh, 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 oh. they all come around. <laughs> they, all, <laughs> they all come around. They all come he, around. He. It's amazing, right? I, I I don't know, man. We'll have to see. Like, I don't. I think I hundred percent believe he could win outdoors uh, coming in this year. Like, you know, like he just will find it again and, and figure it out. But uh, I don't know. It's it's bizarre for sure to see a guy fall off. We each do, is there any historical comparisons to a guy who just worked his balls off, you know, nose to the grindstone for so long, and then kind of uh. lost it. Like six times? No, I don't think I don't think there is. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that six times, Stanton. Yeah. Um, and here's why I, I feel it's tough to find an historical match because what the only thing I was worried about for Tom Mike going into this season, I know he didn't win four Supercross titles in a row, but we've all heard that when you're at the tip of the spear, the pressure and the work and all these things are at another level. And I'm like, well, he's had a five-year window of that, of being expected to be the fastest guy every week. And there is not much history of a dude being able to do that for more than four or five years. Even though he doesn't have the Villapoto four-peat, he's certainly been close or in that mix or with that pressure. So that was the only thing I was worried. I'm like, he's just not retiring like Dungey and Villapoto did. So how long can he do this? So yeah, maybe that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, Dino, good job for Dino. Be the best guy. Can be the best guy in the sport for five straight years. There's just not much precedent. Outside, outside of Timmy, there, you're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dino, good job for Dino. Starts around point. He'd have to go to the LCQ. So that was good. Good job for Dean Wilson. <laughs> it, he said his arms pumped up. I talked to him after the race, and he said he got massive arm pump. And, and you know, again, you got to be like, he's running up front there with guys that he hasn't seen for a while. So I mm-hmm. think it's to be expected, right? Uh, JT, Marty did not crash. He did not crash. Well, this was a matter of time. I mean, you give him 10 rounds, he's got a 10% chance of things going well. And uh, it was just time. It was. I, I would not have guessed that it was going to be a round where it looked really slippery and really tricky. We saw a lot of guys losing the front and the rear end. And this was, it was just, it was just Marty time. There's no other way to put it. It was Marty time. Steady Eddie. Oh, that's what he's been known for. Yep. Yep. Uh, you take t- a track where the, you know, the dirt will jump up and bite you and you really need consistency and just that predictability in your riding. And that's, that's really what Marty does. Yep. We each 10th place for Marty. We got a result. We got something on paper. <sighs> God. Ooh, that had to feel good. Uh, Vince Freeze, 11th. I didn't notice Vince much at all. I um, 
I heard he got into it with somebody. Yes, he did. Benny Bloss. Benny Bloss. Yep. So teammates oh, yep. over there. Teammates. We, teammate on teammate contact. As you know, I'm a big fan of that. We got Benny mad at Vince. We got Tickle banged up and not qualifying. And we got the cooler no longer driving the well, truck. Well, Tickle was mad at Vince at Daytona. Now Benny's mad at Vince at Arlington. So there's a, there's a as usual, and, seems to be a little bit of angst against Vince Freezy, which I, I'm sure is not warranted. I'm sure it's all just because no, they would love you to know, be, none of them want it. They all want to hang out with them when they're in Temecula. They would love to be 11th like Vince Freeze, but they can't. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the cooler, Weech. Well, what do you – give me the update here. He's, he's, he's not he, – he's gone. He got clipped. Wait, he's not, not just the truck driver. He's just not around? He's not around. The cooler has been the cooler. cooler? No. Yeah. Bro, I've been hanging with the cooler with Team Alessi <laughs> since 85cc days of Loretta's. How could cooler not be part of the Alessi I program? don't know, dude, but the cooler vision is gone. Oh, we're gonna lose that too. Cooler, we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose cooler vision. Did, for some Vince reason, involved. <laughs> did, did Vince get into it with cooler? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Former, what is he? NFL or Major League Baseball? What did he do? I don't know. Cooler's got a lot of stories. Anyways, oh, cooler. Oh man, how yeah. the mighty have fallen. Cooler yeah. is out. God. Been a rough year for that team. It has been. They they came off Brayton and Mookie, and things were looking good. And it, it, yeah, McElrath misses this round. Yeah, McElrath yep. woke up with back yep. spasms, and he didn't make Daytona. No, on the plane, he got on the plane. Yeah, so jeez, rough deal. My smart top cover though is fantastic. It's not having a rough year at all. My my hot tub cover. Um, <laughs> Bogle twelfth, uh, not as good as he's been, but still, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. No, he's been he's yep. been solid with yep. quietly solid. Yep. Uh Justin Brayton, I mentioned to him that, you know, I thought, why would you come back to a race that Weege wasn't at? And he said he thought Weege would be here, and that's why he came oh. back. Oh. Oh. So clearly, you know, not not a not a lot of communication on J, team JB. Might need to get in for Tuesday real quick. I think you should, yeah. He he uh, he's still struggling a bit, but you gotta start somewhere, you know. Weech, do you have any comment on JB10? Dude, we're just lucky to be out there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're right. Uh, does anybody know what Malcolm was doing with Jason Anderson? Yeah, he's sick of getting run into. It looked like his throttle stuck. <laughs> it, like, he was about six inches behind where he needed yeah. to be to do what he was looking to do. But even if he was looking to do what he was looking to do, like, is it really going to work? Yeah, is, is if, he, he, if he's six inches, maybe a foot further forward, he gets exactly what he wants. And then does he go down? I don't think so. I think it just stops him. Okay, okay. And then Anderson flips onto the concrete, which okay. is what the intent was. Right. God. That 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 backfired horribly. It did. It absolutely did. Yes. Uh, I think that was Malcolm's first race outside the top ten, by the way. And it took him flying onto the concrete really? for that. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Uh, chiz, chiz. So in case anyone was wondering, 15th. Yeah, 15th chiz, is pretty chiz, good. I think that's near yep. the top of his range. You yep. know, 13 to 15 is about as good as it's going to get, I think. Yep, absolutely. So Weech, in practice, you know, after the finish line, there was a split lane there? Yes. He went from one double, one single to the other side. He doubled them. Oh. He went from the right 
and went, yeah, and crossed over the track and doubled. Man, I want to give someone credit. Somebody on Twitter drew that Friday morning and said, do I see this happening? And they just drew a line. Well, you can't do it. It's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wish right. I could give this guy credit for seeing right, that. Right, right, Yeah. No, and then, it was one of the media guys. And yeah. of course, who's going to do that out of anybody, right? It's Chiz. <laughs> well known. Who's going to have the imagination and the speed? Quad God. Yeah. Well known. I mean, why does he just take the mantle from K-Dub? Just take the transfers. Yeah. Bring them out. Yeah. Opening ceremonies. Yep. <laughs> known for going bigger. Creativity. Uh, Anstey, 16th. A-Ray made the main. He was back after a a big crash in the whoops where he told me his nose touched his butthole. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And he made it through. Puts him in the main event. He's back. A-Ray. He's something else. <laughs> that, I I just laughed out loud. Like when I watched that LCQ, I, that last yeah. rhythm. And A-Ray, what happened to A-Ray going over the finish line, well, Joe? You knew that Cade had a front flat? Did you know that? I saw that on Instagram yeah, today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Cade was holding every, he was bunching. Everybody up. Okay. okay. He was there was bun- no bunching. He was bunching. And uh, <laughs> and then it was going to be a disaster right there. Yeah. But tick. Then tickle, then tickle just self-destructs. Right. So. But, but A-Ray rolls the finish and then gets into the top blocks and then like crashes for good measure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's. <laughs> so yeah, A-Ray. That's an opportunity. It's, he's, he's on fire at all times. <laughs> He's he's staying at a Ramada like 40 miles from here because he said he was on Priceline and he said he he saw $39 and he just clicked it as fast as possible. Nice. He didn't know where it was, what it was, but he said he's at the worst hotel he's ever been to. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> awesome. 10 days. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Kevin Moran's made the main. Good start there. Put it in. 450 guy. Can he start? Was that the main that he also started up front? Was it the main? Yes. yes. He almost yeah. shot the main. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Almost shot the main. Almost whole shot of the LCQ. Right. Yep. Man. Tell me he's on a 450. Is he on a 450? Yeah, he's please? on a 450 now. Yeah, okay. I think he did. No, the... he's on a 250. He whole shot from the very outside on a 250. I was like, please, tell, please tell me. <laughs> uh, every every OEM fires their motor guy. <laughs> um, Kate Clayson made the main again. Nineteenth yep. for Cade. His uh, starts are his starts are really he, really impressive. He thought he told me that he thought that they were going to come, like talk to him about that LCQ start. That it was like a like like did you were you cheating or like you know what I mean like just don't like don't pull the don't don't do that ever again. Like are he, people listening to the hydraulics? Uh they used to right. I think that's I I've been told that this is happening. Yeah yeah I I, I I've been told that too but I thought they. I thought that was last year or the year before and they fixed it. Uh, I saw the, the hydraulics are in the doghouse. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that We need to talk to Tony about that because that would be yep. exactly who would figure that out. Yep. Um, well, I was told that there, when you see these just monster hole shots from people from weird gates, like the very inside or the very outside or next to the box, and they're just like, how in the world are you a whole bike length ahead that, that that's what's happening? Well, that's what I've been told. Cade said, and I'm not saying that he didn't do that, but Cade said that 
tick next to him was creeping. He started creeping, and then he thought it was going, and so he just went, and then it was like he, he said it was too late. He couldn't hold – like he was like, it's, I'm going to hit the gate or go, and he got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying Cade did right. this. I'm just saying right. I, I do believe that there are people doing this stuff. Right. Uh, Benny Bloss had bike problems on the last lap. Uh, shout out he to did. S- well, oh. depends on who you ask. Okay. What I the, the word I'm getting. Uh, Benny says, yes, bike did not work, and that's why I did not finish. And then there are other people that said, no, your bike's fine. Okay. So I'll let you sort that out from there. Uh, Scott, shout out to Scott Champion, Weech. What? I had no idea <laughs> Scott Champion was still racing. I'm not joking. I think he was at Houston 1 or 2. You're right. Yes, and I know. I think he's Texas now. I think he's yeah. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. We did see him. Uh, yeah, maybe Houston too. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, he wrote awesome. Yeah, made the main. I did not have Scott Champion. Somebody picked Scott Champion in Pulp Max Fantasy, and I, I, I think I made fun of the guy. And now, I, for that, if you, if you're that guy, I apologize because you, you crushed it. I killed it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dylan Fernandez, of course, DNF. So. Yeah, the new Zacho can't have a DN- DNF without Dylan Ferrandez and, and Marvin Muskin. Uh, never saw the crash, never oh. saw a replay, never saw anything. Marv went down hard and didn't make the main event, and he couldn't 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 uh, make the LCQ. JT, you said he didn't couldn't pass his concussion protocol, so he did not line up for the LCQ. And Marv, I don't know if he went long, I don't know if he went short, I don't know what happened, I don't know, but he was out cold for sure. So. Uh, I heard the arm is okay. Says, uh, oh. Heard the arm. The, heard the arm's not a big deal. Right. Uh, stitches, but very, very shallow. Uh, no big deal. Uh, but the the head is going to be the issue for Tuesday. Right. So yeah, Marv is. Uh, ouch. Bad bad deal for Marv. Which yeah. Just odd to see Marv crash. Right. And and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavily, that was heavily. I, of all people that yeah. I'm going to see have a huge one. It that was that was surprising. Right. Right. All right, that's 450s. Webb's got the points lead. Do either one of you guys think he surrenders it? I've been picking him all season, so. Wage? Yeah, I do not. All right. Well, I think AP could do it. Okay. Title. Okay. Yeah, he looks good. Um, all right. Tuesday's huge. Tuesday's pivotal. Did, did Yamaha give you like a raise or something? You've been really heavy on the Blue Crew. <laughs> really? I haven't yeah. ridden the Blue Crew for like a month, so. It's been like I haven't ridden it, so I don't. I don't know. I don't know the genius of it. Um, thank you to Fly Racing, of course. Twenty twenty one line is uh, deeper than ever before. The all new light pant. The Formula helmet has Rion. You have Justin Brayton Weege wearing Fly. Is a Zone Pro goggle even? Justin Lucky to be out there. Yeah, Bogle Savachi in Fly. Zach Osborne in Fly. Whenever he comes back, uh, do it. Do, do either one of you think he comes back for Atlanta? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say... I think he pulls the plug on it. I'm going to say no. Yeah. I think I'm going to say we'll see him at Paula. Exactly, right? Fox Raceway? No. Okay. Uh, thanks to Renthal, of course. Renthal.com, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. You look at Honda, they've never used any other bar than Renthal since 1986. Kawasaki, Renthal Company. Uh, so whether it's chains, handlebars, grips... Uh, sprockets, whatever it is, Renthal.com has more uh, titles than all the other brands combined. Thank you to Renthal. Max's Tires, of course, uh, great company. Uh, Alex Ray using his MXSTs to make the main event 
uh, out there. And great mountain bike tires as well uh, for the folks at Maxxis. Light truck tires, uh, UTV tires. Jeremy McGrath uses Maxxis. He was here, Weech. I don't even know why. But McGrath was here. He's in Dallas? Yeah, he was in Dallas. Probably hanging what? out with Grayson Goodman. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, filming Steel Roots. Yeah. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. Um, so, yeah, Jeremy was here. He's a Maxxis guy, of course. So, Thanks to the folks at Cobolinks. It's been almost 25 years since Cobolinks lowered the first motorcycle. They're based in Boise. They use the code PulpMX to save 15% uh, and get free shipping. If you use that PulpMX code, it's a lowering link. So if you're a shorter stature guy like JT, uh, this link will help you improve cornering, gain confidence. You will increase your plushness. And uh, you'll have more confidence out there on the bike. Thank you to motorsport.com. You can get Cobo links there. You can get Renthal there as well. And uh, motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Ryan Villapoto, and myself are all motorsport.com athletes. Uh, great company. Great pricing. I want to thank the folks at Arma, of course, as well. Whether it's Blitz, which is a hydration product, or Fire, which is like a stimulant product. I went mountain biking today with Gene Numack. Mean Gene Numack. And I went mountain biking. How was biking. that? It was good. He ate shit. And uh, it was kind of my fault. My bad. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, Gene, uh, Gene went down. He's an e-bike guy. And uh, Did you go to Texarkana? No. No, he was here. Okay. No, he was here. All right. Um, so uh, I went e-biking with Gene Numack, and I had Blitz in my water bottle. I had the fire, and I had the uh, the Blitz in there. So um, I want to thank the folks at Arma. Use the code PulpMX to save 20% at Arma.com. AC, Nick Way. Cameron McAdoo and many other guys are using Arma. And also, Weege? Onyx Maps. Go to onyxmaps.com or Onyx Off Road in the App Store. 425,000 plus. There's more than 425,000 miles of off road trails. And you can keep all your trails, tracks, campsites, and markups in one app. Share them with other people. Uh, you can start a free trial again today. Go to onyxmaps.com. Find out a place to ride or drive or whatever you want to do. Uh, we know in COVID times that outdoor activities with family is more popular than maybe ever or more popular than it's been in decades. So you really want Onyx Maps to help you do that. Maybe you can find your way to Dallas with Onyx Maps, Weech. Yeah, I didn't realize JB10 did not know I was not going to be there. So we need to rectify this. He did not know, no. No, I needed to get out of the damn woods today. But I will shout out, JT. Uh, you took gear off of the mannequin that we had in the Racer X Supercross preview shows. And I wore that gear today. You threw that gear at me. I wore it today. It's excellent. There you go. Yep. I don't even know what line it is, but it was great. <laughs> Did you have a zipper in the front? Did have a zipper, but it's the first time I think I had boa. Oh, yeah, it was Evo. Evo. I think it was the red Evo, right? Red and black. Yeah, red and black. Yep. Does your bike still have a headlight on it, Weege? Uh, I don't know how to answer that one. I oh. mean, <laughs> it, it's supposed yeah, to. It's pretty yeah. straightforward. Uh, it is supposed to have a headlight on it, but when you hit trees, it doesn't have a headlight on it. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Two fifties from Dallas. Uh, Seth Hamaker. Yeah. Uh, very, oh, very big surprise at the opener in Orlando too. And, uh, you know, he's fast in Daytona, but he fell at his work his way up. And this one, he was, uh, after Jordan Smith went Jordan Smith on himself. Uh, he was pretty much, uh, cruising i guess hunter got a little close there by the end but good job for seth hamaker and we uh you want to talk about him a little bit yeah so this is not uh, i know on the tv show they're like you know after a great amateur career obviously he wasn't terrible he has a monster energy person to kawasaki ride but just to give you an idea 
okay, Hamaker basically had almost two years off with shoulder injury and, and um, Epstein Barr. So his last year was racing amateur. He was in the mix with Mitchell Falk and Derek Drake, and they were like battling, you know, and it was like throw a blanket over him. He could go any direction. And I, Drake really got the best of everybody at Loretta's. So that's, that's where Hamaker is coming from. This was not a stamp it guaranteed. This dude's going to crush it. And to win in his third Supercross and to be good in all three Supercrosses, yep. I, I didn't see this coming this quickly. This is another – this is a guy who didn't really do the training uh, facility thing. He's in Pennsylvania, and I think he actually spent winters in Pennsylvania. Similar story to, say, McAdoo, who was, oh. you know, snowed in in Iowa for a long time. I'm just seeing this repetitive pattern you of say. the underdog succeeding. Justin Cooper, guy went to public school. Mm-hmm. Over this in, is what I'm saying. In Long Island. It's a repetitive pattern. We keep seeing the guys who you don't expect to break through, break through, and the guys that you do don't. Well, I wrote this in my column in last week about McAdoo. Mm-hmm. All these team yeah. managers wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars, and the guy you needed was driving Christian Craig's motorhome. Weech, <laughs> Weech, why do you have to do this? It's just, it's that, it's just like all of these guys should be fired. Oh. They should all be fired. <laughs> The scouts or the riders? The scouts. Okay, sorry. No, the scouts. I didn't know. And, and you know, you, you just, this is a great example. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought Hamaker was a little bit more heralded than that, than the way you put it, Weege. But, um, but either way, he did miss injuries. Yeah, a lot. he was uh, out with injuries for a bit, for a while. So um, Now, I, I had heard around November that they moved him to the West Coast because he was not ready. It was not going well at the Cowie track, supercross wise. And they were like, yeah, Oh, he's good. gonna he's gonna ride west. So whatever's been going on, good job for Seth Hamaker. That's awesome. That's a drastic he's, turnaround. He seems like a good kid too. Yeah, I mean I think yep. he's obviously super humble, uh, considering how this yep. started. Yep. You know? Uh it is tough. I'm sure there's people uh watching his interviews saying why is the dude not more pumped up? Like his interview wasn't amazing. His press conference stuff wasn't amazing. I, right. I just don't think that people at that level, however old he is, I don't know, he's 19 or something, right? And they haven't done a lot of media. I, I just think they don't know how to do it. I don't don't think this wasn't important or amazing to him, the fact that he oh. seemed so chill about it. He was yeah. freaking out when he came off the track. I, I know. I was, uh, yeah, I was yeah. spotting or whatever, and they had cameras all over him before they went to him. I mean, they were at commercial, and he is just losing his mind down on the track. So, yeah, for anybody who thinks he wasn't excited, that, that is a farce. Yeah, yeah. You see him sitting on that tough block going crazy, right? And then yeah. his podium interview is like, yeah, we worked real hard. Really exciting. Right. And I'm like, they just don't know how to do it in interviews. Trust me, he's pumped. Yep. And there's McAdoo leading the points, stretching it out. <laughs> Driving a motorhome three years ago for Christian Craig. Look, I probably, I'm probably getting way ahead of my skis here on the Roxon thing. I'm just, I'm just noticing this repetitive pattern. And look, everyone says this about the Web C and Cerullo dynamic, right? It just it continually gets brought up where it's like, this is why Web is so crafty. And this is why Web is so mentally tough because he had to be the underdog all the time. But, the underdog thing just keeps getting driven hard. I, but I, I don't. I don't buy that when in that, in that case of those two. Was Adam more successful? Yes, but Coop was a Red Bull Honda rider. You know, he was courted by God. He was damn good amateur rider who was very hyped, you know? Yes, yes, I do agree. It was, so I don't really, It was not. No. It was not that he's, this dude's getting fifths, and then all of a sudden he yeah, turned unbelievable. I mean, yeah. Cooper Webb was much more held than, than 
Cameron McAdoo or Seth Hamaker ever were, ever was, you know. Agree. It's not a complete parallel, right, but the, right. the underdog story has just completely taken control, probably starting with RV and Alessi. You are lose, you are losing me on the Roxon thing. I'm not with you on that one. I'm not. But that's okay. I just want him to respond. Yeah, I've probably been a little too harsh there. It's probably over my skis. Right. But okay. Can he respond? Like, it, yeah. Can he get put in a corner here and step up the game? That's what I want to see. And I hate that. That sounds so sports radio, right? Like, um, I'm about to become Stephen A. Smith here saying, you need to do it in game seven of the playoffs. Like, like I hate that being on. that guy. <laughs> I hate being that guy. But he needs to respond. <laughs> Um, Tom Brady's dead. <laughs> Mc, McAdoo is so not interesting anymore. He's not whackers. He's just solid. He's just steady. He's just he's got a it's early. confidence with no, no, we're good. He 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 think I think he thinks he belongs. He's on a great team and a bike. He you know I just in working with Nick a little bit. I just he's got that. He carries himself a little different, I think. I think he expects to be up there where before he was like, oh, my God, I'm up here. You know? I don't know. We'll see. It's All early. Right. I but, mean, yeah, I'm saying. I'm just saying you're paying yourself in a corner, and he has looked great, but yeah, it's early. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yep. Um, Nice, impressive of him to get Cooper back, for sure. Get yep. get caught late in a race and then get a guy back. That's that's tough to do. Um, Good job for, for, for whackers. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, second place. Good job for Hunter. And catching, like you said. Oh, hold yeah. on here. Sorry. Yeah. Turn my audio yeah. off. Uh, was, yeah. For a few moments there, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, really good job for Hunter. Uh, Cooper starts again. Justin Cooper. JT just not there. Either one. I don't know, man. It starts looks quite crap. And and I'll tell you, it's something I noticed. And I, I need to just text Will Hahn and ask him. I don't know that he'd tell me. But when I was watching... Christian Craig and Colt Nichols in the last few uh, East coast rounds before we switched over, I was watching them come off the gate and it wasn't good. They, they weren't getting very good jumps. Uh, and they, I don't know what's going on. If it's a gearing thing or what, but I would expect them to be right, you know, getting good jumps and, and ripping out of the, the launch better. And now I'm seeing it with Justin Cooper also. So I don't know if it's a, a settings change or something they're doing. And maybe, you know, whatever change works better on the track. We see that a lot of times I used to go through that where, you know, it would just be so much better on the track that I would just want to sacrifice the start a little bit, but I don't like the way they're coming off the gate at all. And uh, that's, that's really abnormal for Justin Cooper, but it's been really consistent so far other than maybe a couple starts at Orlando. Every other start's been kind of messy. I don't, I'm not concerned for Jordan Smith just because I picked him in Paul Mike's Fantasy and he absolutely blew it up. Weege, I'm concerned for Jordan Smith because for Jordan Smith, like, this is not good. Yeah, I had him on my fantasy team also, but yes, that is the least of my concerns here. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, obviously he was thinking this is my shot to win a race, which would be a huge shot in the arm, right? Yep. So he was going for it. Uh, but... Here's the problem. I mean, Jordan's been on quite a few teams, right? He's been around for a while. Like, if this ends up being another washout season, which that's the direction it is right now, he could rectify it. But, yeah. I mean, how many more shots does he get? Like, does say Mitch bring him back for a third time? I know they really like him, and you can see his potential. But, dude, this is this is rough. It's rough. It was rough last year. It was rough the year before. Yeah. Like, it, it has been one thing after another. He goes – I mean, he's just – it's an error. But I'm, you know, it's an error – 
from pushing it, right? He's, he's not he's trying to ride outside his comfort zone and push it and and maybe he's not sharp right because he doesn't have enough time on the bike because he's been injured or whatever but you know it's, it's not good so um Marsh yeah Max, and we like jordan that's the thing like yeah. we're bummed oh, yeah, he's a good dude that yeah and it's like dude just see him hitting the ground again and again and again man march banks fifth he rode up uh into that spot so that was pretty good to see jaleek had a solid race in six styles seventh uh styles came off that podium in daytona Probably thought he would see a bit more flash from him, but in the heat race, did he go down in the heat race? Or did he just get a bad start? I don't know. He was way back there in the heat. Um, Mitchell Harrison back uh, doing well, so for the Muckoff Honda team. Mm. Zombie ninth. Zombie just had a zombie night, JT. Never noticed zombie. Yeah, solid. Nice. Yeah. He rode well. Yep, just that's what he does. Um, what do you got Rowage Wood? Weege? Uh, I don't know what. What? Hmm? What? My phone cut out there. I don't, I don't, what? <laughs> what? I'm curious about TV. Hmm? Why? What? He's getting a lot of hate. I'm trying to line him up for the Pulp Show on Wednesday, by the way. I'm trying to. Um, uh, he's getting a lot of hate from a lot of people. I just don't. Like, why do we just blow the NASCAR dudes? Like, why do we do that? Listen, I get it. It's huge. It's so much bigger than Supercross. But those jerk balls over on the NASCAR side, like, can they show a little bit? Of, can they get stoked and, and we send one of our guys over there and they jump in? But they don't ever care. But we care about them so much. Like, seriously, we took someone who knows nothing about the sport and is a NASCAR slash car guy and just dropped them in for, like, a major part of the TV show. Like, when does that doesn't, ever happen? Doesn't Jamie Little cover all that stuff? Yeah, she's an announcer at the for the the lower series, I think. But um, no, she's in NASCAR and she came from Supercross. What's your point? We sent a Supercross guy over to NASCAR. No, I meant like a rider go over there and sit in like we like whenever whenever a driver comes into into our series, like that kind of stuff. But okay, like I watch a lot of hockey. I love hockey. They don't take Lewis Hamilton. Or that's a bad example. They don't take the guys who do the soccer podcast, men with pleats or whatever the hell they're called, those (laughs) podcast guys. They don't just show up on NBC going, hey, good day, mate. You know, like, uh, I don't know anything about this sport. Like, they don't – real sports don't do that. The NFL, Tony Romo and Jim Nance don't have, like, you know, Ray Ferraro from hockey come into the booth and hang out. Like real sports don't do that. And until we stop it, we won't be a real sport. We'll just continue to be some sort of sideshow. I honestly do not think this is a super cross fell decision. I think this is an NBC decision. And I think they think that this brings an audience. Like our people are familiar with these personalities and this makes them comfortable and this makes them interested. They, they like what these people have to say. I believe that's the theory. Now, is it working? Fans don't seem pumped. I don't really want to take it out on Rutledge because no. I think the content that he's producing, he's I think that's what they. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think they're saying like, we want you to be the very basic, the human interest. We don't want you to be crazy and dead. Like it was, I was actually pretty cool to have a reporter actually do the pit board, which was a really good idea. That one I'll give them. The other reports I feel have been like, we want it to be very basic. So he's just doing 
the, what they prescribed uh, for him to do. So I, it's not really Rutledge's fault. No, I, I uh, like. I think this I've is the network's on, theory. I've watched yes. him on Top Gear, or, or is it Top Gear? What he took over the American version, right? I've, yeah, I've yeah, watched on him on American Top Gear. Top Gear. Yep. He's funny. Floor is lava on Netflix. My kids love it. Floor is lava. I've watched that as well. Um, no, you have not. Yes, I have. I have because it was all. The, <laughs> dude, dude, I think after Tiger King, it, the next rage was Floor is lava. With Rutledge Wood, and I had to watch it. So anyway, okay. I didn't know that was that big a deal. Well, there's your point though. That I didn't know that that was trending. That's the point. I think the point is like we are giving Supercross a big popular personality. That's going to help their show. But That's it's not help their sport. It's not. It never does. It's stupid. <laughs> God. Like you know what I mean. Like I said, I, real sports don't do that. Real sports don't put guys that know nothing into the TV show. Please point at me. And does the NASCAR guys ever have someone in the booth? Weed, you follow NASCAR. Do they ever have? I like- actually, yes, I, I, they did. They did. Occasionally, they will have the track and field analyst for the Olympics from NBC at NASCAR events. And the one thing I remember him showing is, hey, the 100-yard dash, very difficult. But imagine doing it holding this tire and wheel as a pit man. They weigh 78 pounds. So I remember that one. Okay. I, I stand corrected then. Maybe real These guys are athletes. That. Yeah, I think it's just an NBC thing where they try to make it familiar, family. Uh, look, the Rutledge thing isn't popular, so I'm not going to say it's working. They used, to, they used to hammer Bob Costas into the halftime show on Sunday Night Football to oh. talk about politics. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Bob Costas. <laughs> the, the essays. I just think, <laughs> like, again, it's not on Rutledge. I just – it's just I, – so I, I didn't watch this week's show. I watched the – the last time he was on. And also, well, we, I, I see my Twitter feed is people are irate. But, well, one yeah. thing one thing I did like is we have we have video evidence of Rutledge being a flagger, and yet we do not have any of Weech. And we have nothing of Marv. One of the top riders in the sport killed himself, <laughs> and we have nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's like a sniper got him, or he made a mistake on a dirt bike. We don't know. It was Dallas. It, it was Dallas. It was. I was the there book. today. Yeah. I was at the book depository today. Oh. <laughs> really? Weege, Weege, wasn't actually, there. Weege, we, this came up in discussion about the JFK tour. Would you ever pay to go and No. Okay. All right. Fantastic. It's it's American. <laughs> it's literally like a world history. And it's I think it's like 15 bucks, 12 yeah, bucks. Yeah, 18. Yeah. And, and so to no. To do what? You go into the depository. The museum. and Yeah, the museum and everything. Look, everybody's got their theories on this. I don't need to come up with one of my own. I could probably go on YouTube right now and find 400 videos of what okay. supposedly happened. Or we're not, we're not asking you who killed JFK. We're just asking you if you would ever go to the museum. We all know why everyone would go. Everyone is going to go to be like, huh, I, I could see how he could do that. Or, huh, this is impossible. This must have happened with someone else. That's well, I can, tell you, I can tell you from standing there that uh, – it's a doable shot. Oh, that's a hot take. I mean, I look, yeah, it's, take. it's it's really not that uh, extraordinary of a shot, in my my opinion. It's creepy when you I, stand there. It's creepy. Is I mean, that not literally the linchpin of the entire argument, JT? That he didn't do it because the shot is too difficult. Well, I think they. I think part of it, is, from my understanding, which is limited, I think it's that. To get those two shots off that quickly would have been the most difficult part of it. Uh, it's three shots uh, okay. with a, three shots with a bolt action rifle. That's right. That's that, a world class person. They say. 
Well, well he, I mean, this guy was not like just yeah. Johnny off the street. Like right. he had a pretty gnarly history. I'll tell you what the Lee Harvey Oswald character, the best theory I heard on it. And it makes total sense. And I don't think I've heard anything to debunk it is that Lee Harvey was up there. He did take the shots. He missed, he missed, uh, uh, on two of them. The other one went in the concrete or something. The other one went, to, one of them did hit the Connolly guy and a secret service agent, rifle or gun went off as he was scaling the bumper after he heard the shots and he shot Kennedy like his fingers on the trigger. Yes. Accidentally his fingers on the trigger. He's scrambling up the, the, the trunk of the car and he shoots Kennedy. I'm out. Jeez. Yeah. I'm dude, out on that. dude, I read about it. I, I watched his documentary. Like it made sense. So anyways, I, hear you. I, I just think Lee Harvey Oswald shot him from the window. Just like he, yeah, yeah. it looks like he did. Right. It's uh, a hot take. It's not far. It's, like it, we, it's really not. It's probably fifty yards, maybe a hundred at the most. So we, it, it's not overwhelming. So we, JT has been coming here. We broke into an argument about this, by the way, too, JT or Weech. Shocking. Uh, Shocking. He's been coming here for twenty-three years to Dallas as a racer or as a uh, fly racing representative. He's been coming here for twenty-three years. He's had press days, you know, because he wrote all the press days. JT did every 4 o'clock in the morning uh, radio show he could ever do, I'm sure. Um, he's never been, and I was shocked by it. He's like, what? I was racing. Why Why would you think I would do that? Why, why? I'm like, he's. why would you never take the time to go see it? 23 years of coming to Dallas, and that's where we drifted into, well, Weege wouldn't go anyways. And then we, well, that's because he wouldn't pay to go. And that got into a little side argument there about you. But... I couldn't believe he hadn't been there in 23 years. I think I've, I've been there twice. I didn't do anything though. Like you got, like, I, I get it. That's a reasonable take on your part, but I didn't do anything. Like I didn't go see things. I was like hunkered down in my room, like full race mode all the time. Okay. Except, which is not, not, not smart. Except you not, told us you saw idea. Alcatraz. You saw Alcatraz. I did. I did. You're right. You're right. I was dragged to Alcatraz and I'm glad I went, but on my own accord, I didn't really go see things. Okay. All right. First of all, I feel like that's standard racer and even industry thing. Like I think tons of people do that. You you see the hotel and the racetrack. So I don't think that's, no, that's just that what weird. I did all the time. Yeah. Well, if I'm in yeah, St. Louis, if I'm weird. in St. Louis, I'm a hotel racetrack guy. You know, St. Louis <laughs> didn't even make the cut this year, but we still got to take it down. <laughs> but JFK, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not going to go see Anton's Tire Shop at St. Louis, but <laughs> but um. As far as the uh, fifteen dollars, uh, JT told me it's about a hundred yards away, so I'm good. I just now I know what I need to know. <laughs> okay, I'm right. good. <laughs> uh, Thrasher got tenth. That's okay. Fry got twenty first. That's not good. And and again, there's Hamaker and McAdoo, first and third. Yep. <laughs> I, hey, I am, you even got to have Kyle Peters on your show yes. last week just to just to drive home. Still bitter about star racing dropping. But Weech, was I not on the Peters bandwagon? Oh, hardcore, hard, hardcore. There was part of uh, Jeremy Martin being it. Peters just tossed aside, and here he is, fifteen years later, still getting between five and ten. Every why? Why are you not hating on Peters not moving up? I, I mean. Mm. I, hey, Mart. Because because I don't feel like they're in Marty's class. The two fifty class? No, class of rider. 
By the way, Troll Train. It's gone off the tracks again. Are we still in the championship fight? Yeah, we are. We are uh, 42 down. What do you guys think? Mm. Even tell Max closer. Sorry, 44 down. He just lost two more points. Yeah, yeah. I, in the last 30 seconds. It's going that far away. Speaking of Peters, wow. I, I mixed it up on the points there. Um, yeah, his, his motor was his motor was going, Weech, so. Oh. Yeah, it blew up at the end of the race. You know, I understand that uh, Steve's theory is he, Amart artist title or bust, and that also includes if you're considered a supporter or not, JT. Um, but I feel like if you're Amart, I don't know if the title's really realistic, Steve. Can I say that? You can't. No. Sorry. You can't. No, that's a yeah, terrible. I know from experience. That's a there terrible is, take. There is no. There is no gray. I feel like if you're an Amart guy, if you have a couple of good races, like let's say he gets a podium or two, it's been a solid season. So I don't look at the points. I feel like, like is he riding okay. I feel like he could have won Daytona, say, if he hadn't been knocked out the week before or whatever, that or hit by whackers. So, I 100% feel like Amart is on the same level as Hunter Lawrence and March Banks. Yeah, I could probably give you that. I could probably give you that. He's slightly behind I, I Cooper McAdoo. I think he's a t- really. I think he's a touch off uh, March Banks. Just from what I've seen so far, March Banks just looks like he's a little, a little better to me. No, you, Steve. You mean potential, not how he's rid in, right? Yeah, just generally speaking. Yes, generally, not like not yeah. the, not the two three races right. I've seen this year, right? Right, but two weeks from now or two races right. from now, which will be less he, than a week, I might be like, no, he's not on Hunter Lawrence's he, level. He's a privateer guy now. He's just privateer guy. He's blue crew. So is March Banks. You know, trying to make it happen. So lucky to be out there. Just need to cheer for him, man. Lucky to be out. No, nobody's not cheering for Amart, but this is the same story we have all the time. You make it black or white. There is no like, yeah, he's awesome. It has to be well. He's either gonna you think he's gonna win and he's the best guy in the class, or you think he sucks. Yeah, fair, fair take. Um, Cody Shock eleventh, um, and Carson Mumford, no main again. Oh, Mumphy, oh, oh. rough. Um, Jeez. Shock had to go to the LCQ, right? Yeah, he won the LCQ, I think. Uh, uh, he got second. Second, yep. So Shock had to go to the LCQ, but came through with the 11th, so that's okay. Peters fell. Uh, Peters, Shock, you guys hold your hold your heads here, but Peters was, I think, seventh when he fell. So, got 12th. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really needs to just get the gear, just wear seven. Yeah. Maybe try to figure out a way to get the number. He, yep. he has to have finished seventh in... 80% of the races he's been in. Yeah, I asked him if he, what, if, how many times do you think he got between 5 and 10 in a Supercross race and on the show on Monday, and he he, he was like, a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Alves, uh, he made the, Alves made Orlando 1, did he not? I think he did. He did. Yeah, good job. He, did. he passed uh, Dominique Thurry. Yes. <laughs> uh, good job for Alves. Uh Jordan Bailey, 15. Will Ageman, 16. Cedric Subaros, not the same guy. But, Weege, I bet you didn't know this. Cedric's on the AJE team. On the, no. Yeah. Motul AJE what? team? Cedric. He is? He's with Zombie. I thought he's on the Ricky Renner team. Or is Ricky Renner a part of that team? I don't know. 
Ricky Rainer had a team to some degree last year with Subes. Okay. And then Ricky Rainer was hitting me up for photos of Subes. And I mentioned the crazy whoop crash photo that we had from the first race. So I just assumed he was still on that team. He's on the AJE team? Yeah, he's on AJE now. No. Yep. AJE Gas Gas. Breaking that's news. not, wait, that's the former Gas, Gas Monkey. Monkey team. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Ty Masterpool, 18th. Jace Owen, 19th. I don't know what happened to Owen. Must have crashed, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I think that Fry was dead last um, way back right away. So it crashed in the first turn or second turn or something. So um, I am shocked at Fry and Thrasher. I mean, seriously, uh, I, this is three races in. Oh, boy. Thrasher got a 10th. Thrasher got a 10th. Not, not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Not terrible. I make her one. Yeah. I make her one. And I'm just saying, if you're looking for some sort of glimmer of hope, we got a top 10. Fry's the guy Whoops, that... Steve, I always respect. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fry's the guy that broke the contract he had with Suzuki and took a dive at Loretta's, correct? I got all that right? Just to get a star right? Okay, good. I got that? Okay, all right. And Thrasher's the guy that forced his way out of KTM because they were switching to Gas Gas on a legal technicality? Okay, I got that too. All right. Good. Ah, no, it makes a little more sense. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. No, it makes a little more sense. Because I was going to say, look, I always respect that you were you are willing to stick it way out there, Steve, way out there. I mean, you were literally in their first race, which is really not something you should judge anyone on. You were already saying this. No, um, I thought. But that... it continues to work out for you. Three races. Wow. Yeah. But like J-Mart, who knows? Maybe these guys turn it around and stuff it. But. <laughs> I, honestly, I thought they were good outdoors. Both guys were good outdoors. They showed some speed yeah. potential. Yep. There was no way I, yep. you know, you can't sit there and be like, oh yeah, you know. So they were. I good. remember Peter's second season. Remember, J Mark didn't make his first, the first main that he first entered two. for. Oh, it was the first two. First two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Peter's actually had a pretty solid start to that season, and Steve was just ranting. Look at the points. Peter's is ahead of this Jeremy Martin. Yep. I still take Peters. Okay. Okay. How many? How many arena cross titles for J Mart? How many? Thank you. It's not over yet. Peters. Is Peters ahead of J Mart in the points right now. Peters making half a million dollars in arena cross. <laughs> you, you need to. You need to make sure you make. You tell people that's not true. That's not. People listen to this. Don't know you're kidding. Do you think they'll sign up? They'll sign up next year. <laughs> oh God. So our buddy Chase Stella with a horrible, horrible. <laughs> is that a take or just an assumption? I I don't know. I think it was, it was a question. It was a question. But he he mentioned that he was in a, he was embroiled in an argument, it, and the question was over under five hundred k for the arena cross title. If he was in oh, prices right, if he was in prices right at the end, they wouldn't even dignify that answer. Go with one dollar. You know you had to you have to go you have to guess the price. One dollar of the showcase showdown. Yes. Yeah. You go with one dollar. Yeah. I mean, they, they look at Chase Stallo, five hundred thousand dollars for a washing machine. <laughs> and then I asked Peters, and he's like, "Yeah, I didn't even make fifty k." <laughs> Maybe there's a zero typo. It's an extra zero. Right, right. Yeah, that's it. So, hey, Peters is ahead of J Martin points again. He is yet again. There he is. What do you think? Yet now? again. What do you think, Bobby Reagan? What do you think? I'd love to see Bobby 
do it, make right with Kyle and get him on, get him back. You all know right. he's very upset what? about all this? What? Remember the end? Our guy, Aaron Hansel, huge Kyle Cunningham guy, right? Yes. Cunningham slayed for that team on the oil tank carbureted YC250F. He somehow, I believe he got fifth in points in 250 motocross on that bike. Yep. And then the good bike came out and he, they dropped him. <laughs> he never, he never got to ride there. He got fifth in 250 nationals on the carbureted YZ250F, and then the good bike came out, and they didn't restart. Could never make it work. Damn it! That's like when I left. Uh, I left BBMX, and it, they had Suzuki's, which were not great, and then they got factory KTM's the next year. Seven oh, years that was later. The next year, yeah. Yep. Do you think KTM you would? Do you think long? you would have wow. stayed though with KTM having final say? Yeah. Why not? Because uh, they would have said, "Yeah, Jason Thomas isn't good enough for our factory bike." Uh, you understand that Forrest buys those bikes, yes? Yeah, but the KTM has say over who rides them. They do. Thank they you. do. Thank but, yes, we we had uh, Matt Gerke, who was getting the same exact results that I was getting, that stayed on that team. What happened to Matt Gerke? Uh, I don't know. Canada. Canada happened. Yeah, then he retired. Um, all right. Okay. So that's it. Dallas won. Round uh, round eleven coming up uh, Tuesday night. It's big, big race, and Rutledge uh, will be there in the mix. Oh, is that true? I don't know. I just made that up. Oh, hey JT, you were a spotter. I was. Uh, I got one question actually. I'm at a um, right now for taking a cheap shot that I would not have been able to ride the bike. That's bullshit. Okay. Oh. Well, I saw your last year there. Oh, I understand my last year. That's fine. I okay. didn't want to race anymore. I get it. Okay. Would you have ramped it back up if suddenly you heard a KTM? Probably not. I was 33. I don't. I don't know how much more ramping there was going to be. <laughs> no more ramping. <laughs> no more ramping. <laughs> uh, okay. You now nowadays you're a spotter for TV. Um, the Ferrandis crash. It was like they got the last three seconds of it, and then they did every replay. I was like, how does that happen? And somebody's like, oh my god, Ferrandis is going down. Quick. Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things where there's only so many cameras, right? And yeah. uh, everyone, someone yells into the camera, Ferrandis, and then they go immediately to that camera as fast as possible, right? Because it wasn't the action wasn't on Ferrandis in that exact moment, and they're just switching over as quick as humanly possible. And then generally, they would hopefully have a a replay that they could go to. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah, yep. yeah, but they're they're trying to switch to the action as fast as possible, man. There's as critical as I would love to be of the entire production. There are so many things happening so fast, and you know it's not like a football game most times where there's one one ball and you just follow the ball. In the race, there's there's all these storylines and there's all these passes and all the and there's only one camera typically, and unless you go to the box like the double box, it's really hard not to miss stuff. So uh, it is a little bit enlightening to be behind the scenes a little bit and see all these things happening in the moment that you're trying to trying to stay up on. And, and it, it's easy to sit at home and criticize that stuff, but they're, they're trying. There's a lot of people trying really hard to, uh, to get it right. Yeah. In the case of the Ferrandis thing, I'm actually not criticizing. It's like, yeah. Four no, I'm not saying you. Before. I'm just saying there's yeah. a lot of hate. Out oh there yeah. All the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In the Ferrandis case, uh, four seconds before he goes down, nothing is happening. Anderson is just behind him. So I'm like, how did they, within 3.5 seconds, get the camera to him? 
Yeah, they're just so, screaming like camera two, camera two, camera two. Snapper? Like, <laughs> snapper? No, Bond, Bond would be yelling oh, okay. to switch. Yeah. So they see Anderson going to the inside and they start screaming basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how I want to know uh, how Weed, you missed dinner on Friday night. Uh, Schmanuel Schmer and Pony Pod. Me and JT, Cam from Fly. Yeah. Good time. Oh, did every, everybody came out with Pony Pod? Yeah. Everybody? Everybody was out there. Everybody came out to hang out with Pony Pod. And Pony Pod, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, Weech. Oh, Parabinos was there too. Yeah, Parabinos was there. So you were paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah every, I, everybody came out. Yeah, it worked out. It, it was uh, up and down, ins and outs, uh, <laughs> threats, threats, uh, violence. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was checking the phone all weekend. I just wasn't doing it while I was riding the motorcycle. Right. My bad. Yeah, pon- Pony Pod. Good little dinner. So Pony Pod, he asked the question. I wasn't in the press. I didn't do the press conference um, Saturday night because I didn't have Wi-Fi, so I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And he asked the question I would have asked Anderson, so I gave him credit. I was like, Dark Side, you asked the question I would have asked, so I didn't and, even need to be there. And Sean Brennan from Feld made a remark about you not being there, and I said, Yeah, he's still <laughs> he's still upset about these press conferences, Sean. So, oh, you know, so it is. Yep. But yeah, he said perfect season. I was the only one who had participated in every one since they switched to Zoom. Oh, really? And uh, it's oh. over. Yep. Yeah, because for some reason, Anton had missed a couple. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I did the the only like, one that had done every one. You're like Stu and Ricky. Just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably 24 and 0. And it's over. All right. Um, that's it, right? Everybody else? Dallas, too? <laughs> no, nope, we got another race coming up quick. We do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Dallas 2 coming up Tuesday. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, Renthal, uh, Maxis Tires, Cobalinks, Motorsport.com, uh, Arma, and Onyx Maps, of course, for coming on as well. Thank you, people, for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday to uh, to do another one of these. Uh, Weege and JT, thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. 
it was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The Dogger, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days 